Hello, everyone, and welcome to Finding Yourself After Loss podcast, episode number seven. And I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen. I know everyone is very busy in today's world, so I appreciate you tuning in. And this episode, I really want to deal with a lot of um, things my widow sisters and brothers are dealing with, which is widowhood and dating. And um, I think today's world is so totally, completely different to what it was once was many years ago when probably we started off dating our spouses. So I wanted to touch on certain things. And, you know, it's it's just a world where we have to really be so careful what we're doing and and just being having our hearts open, but also being very careful of, you know, who is it that we're interacting with or at that moment? So the first thing that I want to talk about is, is going to be is um, number one would be don't begin to date until you are not 100% ready. I think sometimes a lot of us, you know, we feel lonely. We are so alone and missing our spouses that we want that companionship and i think sometimes we get into dating maybe sooner than we should for some of us not all everybody is different and the important thing is to know when you are ready and for me i think the way you know about it is if you start envisioning you know you're going on a date you know just just setting up the whole thing in your mind of if you would have a date how would it be And then if you start really feeling, you know, anxiety attacks, guilt, any type of those things, I think then maybe it might, you might need a little bit more time. It, you know, because even though it's normal to be nervous, and we're all going to be nervous somewhat, I think it's important also to just realize that, you know, we're going through this and not be so hyperventilating through the whole thing, you know, so I think that's when we know we're more comfortable with it, just like a normal nervous, not so much an anxiety attack, and if you're having that, forget about people pushing you, forget about people trying to set you up, whatever it is they're trying to do, just tell them, no, I'm not ready, you know, and it doesn't matter even how long it's been since your spouse passed away, um, it's okay, you know, if you're not ready, you're not ready, maybe you never will be ready, and that's okay too, you know, And I think number two is what we have to be careful with is there's a lot of dating sites out there and we, you know, a lot of people join and we have to be careful because although it may sound like, you you know, it's Christians or this or that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that could be great, but there's a lot of people in there that could be a lot of trolls in there too. So don't think that just because you're in a, in a dating site that you have like this comfort level of this person that, okay, it's, he's been, you know, he's got whatever checkup, whatever it is that they do in those sites. They don't, you know, it's, you have to be so careful. So just be always aware in whatever it is that you are um, in dating sites or also in social media, very important. Social media, there's a lot of ways that you could meet people. I met my husband through social media on Facebook. But on the other hand, there's a lot of people taking advantage of individuals and especially widows and widowers to get taken advantage of too. 
So I think it's also number three I want to touch on is that it's important to date for the right reasons, okay? Like I say, if you're dating because you're so alone and you just can't, you know, take the loneliness and, you know, it's just like you're so much in grief with your spouse and all that, I think that it's not really the right time. We all want to find a partner. We want to have the love um, and the and the love and the companionship that we had. But on the other hand, we have to make sure that we're just not trying to fill in a void, not a replacement because our spouses will never be replaced. We would never do that. But fill in a void and... I think when we become widowed or widowhood, especially for women more, we need, I believe, we need a time to grieve. And men do too. It's the same thing with men. But we need a time to, both sexes need a time just to really, you know, take the pain in and grieve and cry and sort of like start that process that we all go through. And for women, I think we also need a time for, to find ourselves. I don't think men sort of like go through that as much as we do. Where we're so used to being the wife, you know, the caretaker, the, the one that used to take care of the house. And, and now we come home and, you know, we sort of like lose our, our self-esteem. We lose ourselves. We, we don't know. We don't have that purpose anymore, you know. Um, I think men to a point do too because they're the providers and, you know, they were the men and I, they do, but not as much as women. I think we, as women, tend to lose faster our self-esteem, our purpose than men. So it's very important that we take our time to really find ourselves before we go into another relationship to really know who we are now because the person that we were when our spouses were alive we are probably no longer that person we're completely different people so it's important to know now who we are who do we want what do we want in another if we're really now ready to go out and date and really maybe to be in a committed relationship what type of person do we want who is it that we want and maybe things about your spouse that you loved and you still want that and maybe things about your spouse that you you didn't like and maybe you don't want that again so I think that that is you know something that's important to consider and I would have to say number four would be to when you go out with someone don't hide who you are just be yourself you know um, I'm the kind of person that I'm always trying to be myself. I'm always myself, and I, I tell, you know, people, my friends know me and say, well, they're either going to like me or they're going to hate me. And if they like me, that's great. If they hate me, you know what? It's great, too, because I wasn't going to get along with that person anyway. So be as natural as you can, you know. Don't hide the fact that you're a widow on that date. Don't hide the fact that you're a mom. Don't hide the fact that you're a grandmother. You know, just be who you are. And don't try to fit into whatever that person, you know, likes or dislikes. Be who you are because I think it's important just to, when somebody's getting to know you, um, to just be who you are. And I think in our age, it's, it's different because, like, when we were younger 
and we wanted to go out in high school with like the cutest guy and he was really into football and of course you know we would all say like all the girls would say yeah i love football oh yeah i'll sit down and watch football or i'll go to basketball and really we hated it i'm just putting an example out there so we as women now we don't do that like you know, it doesn't mean you don't share a football with, you know, the guy you're dating. But what I'm saying is that you don't have to go out of your way just to, you know, to pretend to like everything that that person likes. Okay. So it's important to be you. Um, the other thing I want to touch on is uh, widows and widows want, some of them want just a night, one night stand, you know, okay, which is fine. We're adults. We all have needs and that's okay that's okay as long as you don't play games that's the only thing i don't like i don't like people playing games just be upfront. you tell the individual you tell them you know what i'm not looking for a committed relationship this is what i'm needing right now and that person is okay with it fine it's it's perfect you know but at least you made it clear to them that this is what you want you don't want any committed relationship so it doesn't lead into anything else all right and um i think when we also i would say another one that i want to talk about is uh when you go out on a date i think it's important to talk about our spouses i am number one for talking about my spouse and my husband knows that because every day we talk about our spouses every day we mention them in some way shape or form but it's important to tell our story but I think it's important not to spend the whole night talking about our story, okay? You want to go there. You want to get to know the individual. You want to get to know the person. And if you spend the whole night just talking about everything, and we all know we've all lived through hell, and so you're going to spend the whole night reliving it, it's not really going to give you information about the person you're dating, and they're really just getting to know the tragedy in your life. They're not getting to know who you are. So while it's okay, you know, mention your spouse and tell your story. Don't spend the whole night talking about it because sometimes I've, I've seen my little sisters have done that. And, you know, it's not something that you want to do. And it's okay. Once you get into the relationship, then you could share more information. But they already know you more who you are, you know. Okay. So I think like number seven I want to touch at is... Um, and of course, we're not looking to replace anybody. We could never replace our spouses. But just make sure your longing to find someone is exactly because of that. Because you're not looking, you know, to fill in that void. You're not looking to find, you know, what you had before. And I think sometimes what happens to us, especially if us have been married for such a long time, um, is that we we want to try to to look at men out there and if you're out on a date let's say and your husband loved fish and the guy you're with you know orders and he says no i can't stand fish and then all of a sudden like you know i know some of my little sisters gone through this and they'll be like no i didn't like him because he doesn't like fish i mean who doesn't like fish i mean you know you know johnny always used to like fish and it's like i say you know what that's okay if he doesn't like fish he's a different person he's not the same person but he may be a really nice guy that doesn't like fish <laughs> so give the person a shot and you know don't look for the same exact person that you had um just i would say more look for the foundation of 
what who he is as or who she is as a human being that's important from what you had in your spouse that's what's important so the other thing i want to touch on is um with social media and also with dating i think uh, it's important to really be alert of what's called what i call red flags and so i've had a couple of you know people tell me incidents that they've had and it's really sad and it continues to happen and this is my main reason for doing this podcast because i did put a post recently out there of all the beware things to beware of so that you know widows uh widows out there will beware of that and so i just like to touch on some of the things that i like to share okay um i think when you when you meet a guy and let's say you you start talking or private messaging with a guy let's say on facebook and you know you, you talk to him for a couple of days and you know just private messaging back and forth and then all of a sudden this guy is like oh i'm so in love with you you're so awesome you know i can't believe i found you that's a red flag that to me does not sound like we all want to believe in love at first sight but listen come on you've already just talked to me a couple of times you know maybe we talked on the phone even a couple of times okay but now you're in love with me mm, that don't sound like a normal person so i would say if you have that situation please please be very very careful because right now in today's world and nobody as much as we want to believe about the <laughs> love at first sight that most likely doesn't exist like that anymore you know so you're either dealing with a person that is not really right in the head or you're dealing with a person that's a scammer so red flag on that one okay if you have a guy that you're talking to on the phone that you met in social media and let's say for example he lives in california and you live in florida okay there's no red flag there perfect no problem that's normal in today's world it's it's the you know it's the internet world or the long distance free long distance that we all have that's fine not a problem but then you've been talking to him for a while now and he sounds really really great but now all of a sudden you know every time he wants you tell him let's meet let's meet let's meet and you want to get together to actually meet in person it's like he never has the time to me that sounds a little odd if you really really like somebody if you really click with someone on the phone you're gonna find a way to meet at some point the red flag for me there would be is this person married now i got red flag ding 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 he might be married you know there might be something going on why does he always tell me we're gonna set up a date he's gonna come visit me and then oops all of a sudden something happens that's a red flag okay and I would say now number three is let's say, for example, you're talking to this amazing, incredible man. Everything is perfect. You guys have been talking for a while. You both live in different states, but he is great. And, you know, it's been a little bit of a time, but, you know, say maybe like a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden it turns out that he is really financially in trouble and poor guy he lost his job he needs dental work um he really is in pain because of his dental work um his you know his car broke down now he doesn't have the money and he knows that you he loves you and he knows that you know he doesn't want to tell you this because he's embarrassed blah 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 red flag no decent man out there is going to ask a woman for money 
And the same goes where no decent woman is going to ask a man for money that they haven't even met in person. This guy is a scammer, okay? Um, you know, I'm not saying that maybe he he's not into that situation, but if he is a decent man or a decent woman, they're not going to be telling that information to someone that they just talked for a month on, on the phone. No, they're not going to do that. Okay, and later on in the relationship, you meet, yeah, those things become more personal and your relationship becomes more personal. Yes, but you, they're not going to be telling you that. So that's a big red, red flag. That's a scammer. Okay, at that point, what you should do is you should tell the individual you've been talking to, I'm sorry, I don't have any money to give you. And most likely, what you're going to see is that he's either or he or she will never talk to you again, or are they going to block you? You won't be able even to talk to them because they're going to block you in the phone. They're going to block you in the Internet. They're going to block you anywhere. And you know what? That's a good thing because you did not lose your money. OK, you may have a bit of a broken heart. You might have fallen for this person, but you didn't lose your money. OK. So that is something that is very important. I think it's very important is any person that you're talking to on the phone or in social media um, that you met in social media or that you're dating and all of a sudden they start asking you for your bank account number, credit card number, social security number. We don't give anybody that information. You don't send anybody money. You don't give them a social security, a bank account, a credit card. It's That's none of their business. That's n absolutely none of their business. Until the relationship is not stable, until you don't meet this person, until you don't see for yourself that this person is really true and decent, you know, that's none of their business. There's no reason for you to have to give any of that information. And whoever is asking for that information is not really on kosher ground. They are fishing to scam you out of your money so please please be aware of that that's total big red red flag okay so now let's say for example that you meet somebody on the phone right and let's say he calls you and he's chemistry is all great he really really wants to meet you and you want to meet him he really hasn't asked you for money he doesn't seem like a troll he seems like a really really nice guy Okay, so this is what you do. Number one, he comes to your town. He goes to your turf. The reason I say this is because you don't want going into no unknown town where you don't know anybody there and you don't know anything there. You want to stay in your town, okay? And before he even comes and meets you, all right, what you do do is you run, you get his full name, which you should have it by now, the <laughs> address, a phone number, and you run a full background report on that individual, okay? I personally like to use, um, there's a lot of background checks um, out there, so you can just Google and just get background checks. I personally like binverified.com, but there's a lot of different ones out there that you can use that would be just as good. You're probably going to have to pay for it, I'm not going to lie, but... On the other hand, it's better to be safe and sorry. What this background check gives you is going to be if the guy's a criminal, if the guy is married, if it's true, his name and his address, he does live there, where he works, information deep into is, you know, has he even had a speeding ticket? All those things are public record, 
Okay, so has he filed bankruptcy? Those are all public records. So you're going to be able to get uh, an idea. If everything that you guys have been talking about, where he works, is going to be there, is, is really true. You know, does he really, is it really true? And especially the criminal record, I think is so important in today's world. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that this guy is a serial killer and you're going to be the first victim or you're going to be the first scammer. But at least you have done everything possible in your behalf to protect yourself. And I think that's the important thing. Okay. Now, the other thing that I want to mention is, let's say he wants to meet you. You don't pay for his ticket. You don't pay for his ticket. He wants to come meet you. That's great. Let him pay his way. Okay. He let him drive his way, whatever he's going to do. Okay. When you do meet with this individual, I also think it's important to tell a trusted friend or family member the day you're meeting with that person, um, the place, the name of the person you're meeting, and what time. Okay. Just, just to be safe. It never hurts to be safe okay and of course when you meet the person for the first time meet with the person in public in a public restaurant in a public place see how he acts see if you're attracted to this person sometimes we meet people and they have this picture on social media of 10 years ago and now you look at the guy and it's like mm, this is not the guy this is on facebook same thing with women it's like this is not the way she said she looked this is like <laughs> she's like 50 pounds less and like you know so i'm just trying to say like yeah you know make sure that you're attracted to the person and if everything from there goes well then great most important than anything that i have mentioned is follow your intuition I think all of us have an intuition. Men do too. But women are even more intuitive. And I think it's important to follow your intuition. And if you have this voice that's telling you something's not right, listen to it. And I think what happens with a lot of us is that we want to find this person. We want to make it work. We want to be able to have that companionship again in our lives, that love in our lives. And we try to imagine people that are not really the way they truly are. And our voice inside is going like, hey, this doesn't really make sense. This guy's doing this. But we're not listening to that voice. We're just trying to say, no, 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 that's just him being nervous. Or, you know what, that's just him. You know, he, he's really, you know, he's really broke, poor guy. And we're just not listening. So girls out there, women out there, widows out there, please listen to that inner voice that is there. Don't sugarcoat anything that you're seeing. If he, if you meet with the guy in person, the guy really looks weird and now he's acting weird. It is important. Listen to your voice and say, no, this is, he's acting weird. He's weird. He didn't sound weird on the phone. He doesn't look weird in the pictures. He didn't look weird when we were Skyping, but now he looks weird you know so it's okay walk away from it don't push something that may not feel right to you always be in tune with your feelings because your emotions and your feelings are there to protect you now it, and this is why i say when you're a widow make sure you know you have an open heart it's important to keep your heart open to whatever love you would find in, in the future but it's important for us to keep our heads on it means don't lose your head. Don't roll it out of the floor. Keep your head on. Keep your head on straight and be careful. It never, 
ever, ever. You will never find a day where you say, you know what, I should have been more careful than I was. You will find yourself saying that, but you'll never find, like, I regret, you know, being super careful. When I met my husband, he was living in New York, and before he he came to meet me in Florida, in my turf, (laughs) Um, so all this, I, I really practice what I'm preaching right now, and and I did have been verified on him. And, you know, I, I looked him up with beenverified.com. And I told him, I said, you're clear. And he says, you're, I'm clear for what? I said, you're clear to come and visit me because I verified you and make sure with a background check. And so he started laughing. And to this day, we still joke about it because I still have the folder and everything <laughs> that he was verified. So you know what? It is it's important. If you're going to meet the right guy out there, make sure it's the right guy. You don't want to get your heart broken any more than what we've been suffering with already. We suffered through enough. So let's protect ourselves from the trolls out there and the men also. If you have a woman that is asking you for money, because men has been, have been, um, men have been put in this position too. You know, be very, you know, be very careful. You know, you don't want a woman. Women, you know, yeah, I like it when a man when we go out. Like the first time we go out on my first date, I am a little old fashioned, like the man to pay. But it doesn't mean that the next time you go out doesn't mean I won't pay. But if you have somebody that's constantly, you're constantly having to pay every time you go out because somehow he forgot his credit card or somehow he doesn't have the money, mm, that's a red flag. Or it's the same thing with a woman. The woman is going through Macy's and it's like, oh, I really love this piece of jewelry. Oh, I really like, no, that's, you know, you just met. You know, that is not something that should be happening so soon, okay? And, you know, and also in today's world, it's important, like, you know, you go on a date, say the man pays, let him pay for your meal. Let him pay that first time for your meal. You're not obligated to have to give him anything after the meal. Let him pay for the meal. And some of, I mean, some people might say I'm old-fashioned. That's just me. I really like that. I've paid many times later on when I was dating you, my current husband. I paid many times for the for for meals too, which I which I liked. But he paid so many from others too. So it was a fair balance, and I think that's really what's important. Okay. I really hope that this um, gives you a little bit of alert notice and just little red flags to look out for, and it helps you, and it helps my little sisters out there, because some of you, I know you guys been burned. So I really hope you guys do that, and next time I want to touch more, when I do this again, I want to touch more in like relationships, because I think once you get into the relationship, then we deal more with guilt and a lot of other issues so i think that might be an interesting show to do so that music says the show is ending so i totally appreciate you guys listening to me and spreading the word about this podcast would be great and you can find me at findingyourselfafterloss.com also i am so excited this reason i've been so busy too i just came out with a magazine called reinvention and it is a magazine aimed totally with articles for widows and widowers out there so we don't have that i don't think i've seen that i have been trying to find a newsstand that i can't find it it's digital so you can go to my facebook page reinvention magazine and you can get information on it right now it's free for the month of july issue and the august issue will be free 
and july was a trial issue august is gonna even gonna be better it's gonna be so excited i'm so excited to bring this to you and also in our support group with uh, with me and my husband called the hope after loss so thank you so much for following me thank you so much for listening you guys have a great great um day or night whenever you're listening to me and god bless you all thank you bye bye